Hey guys, I hope y'all are doing well. My name is Kendria Shanae and today I wanted to come and encourage you all and share a message titled Dire Need, okay? So before I expound on the message, I want to share the definition of the title, okay? So the word dire means According to the dictionary, dire is used to emphasize how serious or terrible a situation or event is, okay? So the word dire is just really meant to put emphasis on the severity of a thing. And then according to the dictionary, the word need means the verb form is if you need something or need to do something, you cannot successfully achieve what you want or live properly without it. Okay? So it's just saying that it's a necessity. Need is n not the same as want. Okay? Need is something that you it you have to have so that you can achieve what you are striving for and so that you can live properly in the way that you are called to live okay maybe it's to help you do something you want but you need this to help you achieve that Okay? Need is a necessity. So today I want to share that I believe some people have a dire need. Okay, They have a serious necessity of intervention. Okay, There are some people that are in a state in their lives where they need someone to step in and help them okay some people have such a grand need that it's gonna take supernatural intervention to help them be settled and at peace and to recover all all right there are people that are in need at the moment and the person I want to highlight in the Bible to unfold this message is Esau, okay? Esau was in need. He had a dire need, right? Esau lost his birthright. This is a big deal. <laughs> he lost the blessing that belonged to him. He lost what was rightfully his. And what needs to be known about that is that when someone loses something, they don't just lose that. They lose peace. They lose rest. They lose mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical strength. Esau was in need in a number of different areas in his life that may have resulted from 
an in particular event or experience, but it left him in dire need. Okay? People are affected in more ways than one when they experience and encounter loss of any sort. And it can leave them in dire need. It can leave them needing someone to step in and help them recover in those different areas of their life. Okay? Esau was in dire need of supernatural intervention because one person intervening was not going to help him recover everything he lost. Someone stepping in and, and you know, fighting on his behalf wasn't going to help him recover his birthright and everything he lost because of it. His peace, his rest, his sanity, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical strength. He needed something supernatural to help him recover everything. And that's what he ended up receiving. There was a supernatural intervention from God. God ended up speaking to Jacob. Genesis 31 verse 3 says, Then the Lord said to Jacob, Go back to the land of your fathers and to your relatives, and I will be with you. The Lord had to step in and speak to Jacob and have him return and make things right because Jacob would not have done that on his own. Jacob knew that when he left, things were not on good terms. He, it was very clear that Esau was upset about what happened, that he was angry about what happened. Jacob would not have returned to him because of fear of what would have happened to him. God had to step in and turn this thing around. God stepped in and spoke to Jacob and encouraged him and motivated him to turn and do the right thing. There was a supernatural intervention. And when Jacob was heading back to Esau, the word says that he sent half of what he was traveling back with to Esau as a peace offering. He sent his livestock that he was traveling with, things that could have, you know, been of monetary gain to Esau to him before he you know arrived and i believe once he arrived he ended up offering him further gifts as well but he returned with peace offerings he returned 
with things to pacify Esau. In the state he may have been in. So. Jacob. Responded to the Lord. Went back. Sent. Peace offerings. Sent monetary gifts. And we also see that when he was on the way back. Before he arrived to Esau, he had an encounter with the Lord. This is when he wrestled with God. And he said, I won't let you go till you bless me. And he ended up getting his hip knocked out of place. And in the whole ordeal, his name ended up changing to Israel, right? And he was really transformed into the person God wanted him to be. He had an encounter with God that changed him in a way that would have a lasting effect on him. Jacob left that encounter with God humbled, right? Because he, he had a little limp. <laughs> Um, I'm not laughing at, you know, his situation, but you know, he, he left humbled in a sense. He left, um, aware of God in a new way. He left new, right? He was transformed by the encounter he had. So the person that ended up arriving to Esau was a different man. God wouldn't let Jacob go back to Esau the same. God had Jacob returned humbled, godly, and new, and repentant of the wrong he had done to Esau in the past. So Esau really experienced the, the restitution and restoration and recovery of God by having the one who wronged him and stole what was rightfully his return to him and apologize, you know, make amends for what he lost. He didn't necessarily receive his birthright back. But sometimes when a person acknowledges 
a thing and attempts to make amends regarding it. It is just as satisfying as what you could have had beforehand. Okay. And this is just a little side note. The the birthright that Jacob stole from Esau, I'm not going to say it wasn't a blessing to him because we know Jacob lived a very blessed life, but he also experienced a lot of trouble. When he was there, he experienced and underwent a lot of trickery from Laban. He went through a lot of trials, tribulations, a, a lot of labor that may have been avoided if he was where he was supposed to be but nevertheless all that to say is when someone takes something that is yours it doesn't mean they will enjoy it to the utmost because sometimes Certain things that are yours are just yours. They're meant for you. Someone else can't have what is yours. And if they do have it, take it, steal it or whatever, it won't, they won't have the same experience that was meant for you. But nevertheless, Esau ended up experiencing restitution restoration you know the recovery of god by jacob returning to him acknowledging his wrong making amends extending peace offerings and being repentant and we know that This went over well with Esau because he ended up greeting Jacob with a hug. He accepted the extension that Jacob was offering to him. His heart was well. He was at peace. He was settled. Mentally, emotionally. Spiritually. Physically. Relationally. Regarding the situation. It was well with his soul. If he was harboring any ill feelings... If there were any lingering ill feelings to that point, they had went away. 
because of the supernatural intervention of God. We know that Jacob returning and the way that he did return was of God. Because Jacob was fearful of Esau. He was fearful of what could have happened to him. That's why the Lord encouraged him from the beginning. He said, go back to the land of your fathers and your relatives and I will be with you. He had to encourage him and tell him, this is what I want you to do. And I want you to know I'm going to be with you in this because God already knew how he felt about it, that he was leery of it, that he was hesitant of it. But he encouraged him and led him and was with him as he did the right thing. And it ended up being well with him. Jacob, after he had this encounter with Esau, and he made things right with him. And, uh, you know, Esau ended up settled and at peace and at rest regarding the situation. Jacob was then led to return to Bethel. The place where he at first encountered God. You know, a place where he was to have. A place where the glory of God was, you know. And I believe that Jacob would not have went on to have the encounters with God that the Lord wanted for him to have. He would not have went on to, you know, into the life, into the destiny that God had before him if we, if he would not have first stopped and made things right with Esau. Because God is aware when Someone is wronged. And uh, it does not matter how much time passes. How long the, the offense, how long ago the offense has taken place. God remembers. And... Uh, it's his heart's desire to meet the needs of people. And when he sees that someone has a dire need because of something they lost and it's affected other areas of, his, of their life, the Lord desires to meet their needs and to make it right. The dire need that Esau had pertaining, 
you know, the loss of his birthright and how it affected other areas of his life. was grand, but it wasn't too big for God. Esau needed something supernatural to help the need that he had. But thank God we we serve a supernatural God. <laughs> we don't serve, you know, an idol or a statue or anything of the sort. We serve the one and true living God. The one who's able to do anything and everything. The one who's able to turn the hearts of man and turn around any situation the way that it needs to be turned so that it's in the favor of a person. He can do anything. God showed up supernaturally, changed the heart of Jacob, gave him the courage, the boldness he needed, the obedience he needed to do what was right, gave him the wisdom he needed to do what was right, led him, guided him in doing it. Made him repentant, humbled, godly, and new. So that he could go into doing what was right the way he needed to. And carry on to what God had before him. As the person God had really called him to be. God works all things together for good. And I believe God is really encouraging someone that has a dire need. That your need is not too big for God. Okay, we serve a supernatural God. And if you have experienced loss of any sort, God knows how to make it right. God knows how to restore you. He knows how to replenish you. He knows how to help you recover because of it. He knows what to do. To bring you peace and help you be settled and at rest in regards to the situation. Okay? Nothing is too hard for him. If another party is involved, he knows how to move in their lives. He knows how to touch their heart and encourage them and motivate them. And move them in the right direction. He knows how to lead them and guide them. And give them the wisdom that they need. He knows how to bring reconciliation and restoration to a thing. There's nothing too hard for God. And it does not 
matter how much time has passed. Okay? God is aware of any and every need of yours. And he knows how to meet it. All right? He knows how to help. There's no dire need that is too big for our big God. Okay? So be encouraged and know that God is aware of you and your situation in any way that you may have been wronged in the past. And know that he's on the job. He's doing what needs to be done. And that you will receive the peace of God regarding the situation. You will be settled and at rest regarding it. I prophesy it so. It is your portion. It is the heart of God for you. Okay? Your dire need is on his heart. It's on his mind. And he's doing whatever needs to be done to address it and take care of it. Okay? Peace is your portion. You will be made whole in every area of your life, in any area that you may have a need in, okay? You will recover, and it's God's desire, it's his delight that you recover all, okay? He wants you recovered mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, financially, relationally. That's his desire. That's his will. And that's his portion for you. Okay? So if you enjoy daily encouragement from the heart of God, feel free to subscribe to this channel. And until next time, <laughs> know that God is aware of any need that you may have. Even the dire need. And he wants you to know, regardless of how long you've had it or how grand you may perceive it, it's not too big for him. We serve a supernatural God who's able to do supernatural things and make all things right. Okay? So I want to encourage you all to Reflect on today's message. Take any comments, questions, or concerns that you have to the Lord and let him minister to you personally regarding it so you can, you know, just com commune with him and hear his heart 
to you regarding the message personally. You can know how he would like you to respond to it. And I also wanted to go ahead and pray into the word. So God, I just thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for being aware of us. Thank you so much that there is no need in our life that is too big for you, God. I thank you that you are the big God. I thank you that nothing is too hard for you, that nothing is impossible for you. I thank you that you're not only able, but you're willing to fix any and everything in our lives, God. So I thank you right now for any dire need that this listener and I may have and that you are fixing it now. Thank you that you're fixing the dire needs in your people's lives. Thank you that you're doing what is necessary to address dire needs. Thank you that you're doing what is necessary to make amends. Thank you that you're doing what is necessary to make things right, God. Thank you that you're bringing people to peace and you're helping them be situated and settled and at rest regarding past offenses. Mm. God, I thank you for doing what only you can do, God. And I just thank you again that it's not too hard, it's not too big for you. Thank you for not forgetting about your people. For some of these offenses have happened, may have happened a while ago. We thank you that you remember. And that you act and you make all things right. Thank you for blessing this party and the other. And for you making all things work together for good. For those that love you and according to your purpose. May your purpose prevail in the situation wholly. May you be glorified and may you be pleased with the parties involved. I thank you so much, God, for doing all these things and the outcome from it. Be lifted high and be glorified from it all. In Jesus' name, amen. So guys, I also wanted to extend an invitation of salvation to anyone who may not be saved. Today is the day of salvation. Yes, it is. <laughs> so harden not your heart, okay? If you want to respond to the invitation of God and come into his family and be his then all you have to do is repeat after me or come into agreement with the prayer i'm getting ready to pray and then it will be so you'll be saved you'll be his and you'll be in his family so god thank you thank you for raising jesus from the dead I believe that Jesus is Lord.
and I ask that you make Jesus Lord of my life. I pray that you keep me in close relationship with you and that you lead me in the way that you want me to go. Thank you for make, saving my soul and thank you for everything else that you have in store for me. Thank you for making Jesus Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so if you prayed that prayer, came into agreement with that prayer, it is so. You are saved according to Romans 10 and 9, which says if you believe, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. It is so. You're saved and you're in his family. You are his and you will go forth with him into the beautiful, abundant life that he has in store for you okay continue to follow him forward into it and know that as you go about this life that he has for you that he is aware of you and any need that you may have okay he's aware friends of any and every need and there's no dire need too big for him he's on the job he's making it right he's correcting wrongs he's bringing amends restitution restoration reconciliation he's helping people recover and if you know this word is for you, he's doing it for you right now. Okay? I love you all, and Jesus does too. He loves you. He's aware of you. And he's making all things right. Okay. So until next time.